Welcome back. Welcome back. To another episode of the Inspired Reality Podcast. I am Liv, your intuitive love coach. And I am Max, your dating and relationships expert. Lovely. So, in today's episode, we are going to dive deep into how to spot a narcissist mm -hmm. and why it is important to set boundaries in your love life. So, Max, what exactly is a narcissist? A narcissist is someone who has a professional's diagnosis, a person who has something going on in his or her's brain. Exactly. That blocks them from feeling somebody else's emotions. And they are very self-centered. So when we say someone is a narcissist, we have to be careful with using that word because the person might not have a professional's diagnosis from a psychologist. So if you are not sure, say that they have the tendencies of a narcissist. Yeah, exactly. We have to be clear on that point. Okie dokie, so we have a lot to cover on this episode. We do. Yeah, so it's not only to spot a narcissist and boundaries, uh, but uh, we have a lot of points. Yeah. But yeah, Liv. Yeah, Max. Do you want to clarify anything more about what a narcissist is? Because you've had more deeper experience with someone who was a narcissist. Yeah, he had, had the ten tendencies of being a narcissist. I don't believe that he has the diagnosis, but the thing is that when I was younger, like 17, I met a guy that I kind of fell in love with. But the thing is that nothing in that relationship were built on the reality. Everything was built on manipulation. And what I mean by that is that the relationship started when I didn't even know that it was a relationship. It was like forced. And one thing that I really, really remember from this relationship is that we had a fight and all of a sudden he says, Oh, you said the three words. I love you. And I was like, did I? I don't remember that I even said those words, but he made me believe it. So all of a sudden I loved that guy, but in reality, I didn't even know who he was. Somehow he was my boyfriend back in the days, but yeah. And how could I spot that he had a tendency of being a narcissist? Here's some points, some red flags. In the beginning, he was still in a relationship with another girl. So he cheated on this girl with me. And I felt like, wow, someone is in love with me for the first time. I'm going to have a boyfriend because I never had a boyfriend back in the days. But that's number one. Number two was that he was so nice in the beginning. Like super, super nice. It's like too true to be real. That was too true to be real or whatever you are saying like yeah you know what i mean too and good to be true too good to be true exactly the last thing is that he started to manipulate me and abuse me as i said he manipulated me to believe that i loved him and uh, yeah that's some of my story mm. so do you want to say anything nope 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 okay so after that relationship how how did you feel after it ended? I felt crushed for first two weeks, I believe. Two months even, two months. I felt like my world was going under because he had built something that I couldn't 
I live my own life without him. My life was him. Everything was with him. But the truth was that my life started after this relationship. When I realized that I didn't even like him, I didn't even love him, I didn't have feelings for him, and I didn't want to spend my life with him. But when I was in the relationship I thought that I wanted, I felt crushed. Like, who am I? How could I even live my life without this guy? But when I realized that the, the relationship was built on lies and disrespect, and when I got the first sight of what a narcissist and gaslighting was, that's when I realized that it wasn't real. It wasn't true. Um, yeah. I know that you have been going through the same, Max. And how was your story? How did you feel after your relationship with a narcissist? Yeah. It, it, it only lasted one month. Uh, so it wasn't a long relationship. Okay, so the relationship lasted one month. So I don't know if that counts as a real relationship. But uh, I don't know if she is a narcissist, but she has extreme tendencies or the behaviors of a narcissist. Mm. And after that, I feel felt completely fucking crushed. I um, it felt like my world went under. Like I I felt empty. It felt like all the energy that I had previously were were per perished, completely mm. gone. And I had no one to talk to about all the feelings that I had. Feeling um, disrespected, feeling lost, feeling hurt and all that. I had no one. Not even my closest friends wanted to talk about that. So I... I uh, yeah, so I had no support system. And that's yeah. when we met for the first time. Exactly, that's how we met after his breakup with this girl. Yeah, exactly. And that's another story for another episode. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so to keep it short, it sucked. I was feeling empty, lonely and suicidal. So if you are about to talk about three or five or whatever, how many spots you want to talk about, but mm. how could someone spot a narcissist? They are very grandiose in the beginning. Yes. They they are too good to be true. Yes. And uh, it's one thing if you have date for a long time and they do the little extra. But if it's like your first date or your second and they are very grandiose, it's mm. a big red flag. A big one. Yeah. One of the easiest way to spot a narcissist. Number two, they make you feel like you're the only one. Like you are their world. Mm. Uh, and at the same time, you feel that they are not telling you the truth. You're feeling in your gut that they have a partner or that they are seeing someone else too. So, um, so their words are not really aligned with their actions. Somehow you feel that they are not a loyal person. So listen to that. Exactly. One thing that I believe in is that everyone is telling you how they are as a person. But you don't believe it because you feel like you could change someone because I feel that. My ex did tell me everything that is a red flag. And I have seen this in other people's story. They tell me that, oh, the person that I am seeing had once told me this thing. And I'm like, why are you staying here? 
but I, I understand because you feel that you could, could change someone. You could be the hero in their journey and their story. But if they don't want to change who they are, they will not change. Even how hard you are trying. They will tell you stuff. They will tell you how they have been with other people. But you feel like, oh, they tell, told me this. So they will not do the same with me. But there's where it's the tricky one, because their action is telling you that they are doing the same things with you. But once they have told you, you feel like, oh, I could trust them because they opened up about this thing. You feel like you owned their trust and they owned yours, but that's not the truth. Mm, yep. Sorry if I interrupted you. No. Nope. I truly believe that everyone is telling you how they are as a person in the beginning. You just have to listen carefully and see with your eyes what is going on. And one way to also spot a narcissist or someone who you feel is a narcissist mm. is by people are telling you, uh, they are warning you, all kinds of stuff. So um, if you have friends, family members and all that, that have a bad feeling about a certain person or, or that they have heard something about this person. And uh, before I uh, was together with this girl, uh, my friends and my family, everyone was telling me that I was making a mistake by being with her. Mm. But I thought that I could change her to be the savior, you know. Uh, and uh, I thought that, okay, let me assess this myself let let me make the decision so it so instead of judging someone based on the, the opinions of others let me judge mm. and make the decision so i was very naive i thought that everyone was good everyone wanted the best of everybody that's not the truth so listen to the warnings of the people around you and then make your decision mm. And if you get hurt, that's life. Lessons. Lessons to be learned. Exactly. But we are trying to inspire you. Mm. Listen to our story, stories and warnings so that you can make a better decision so that you don't get into those situations and get hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Another day I saw a quote. I'm not sure who wrote it or said it, but it is stated like Mani manipulation is when they blame you for your reaction on their disrespect. And I felt like, wow. I felt that in my soul. Because, because we know someone in our family that has the tendencies of being a narcissist. And this woman was disrespectful to Max. So I called her out and said, you shouldn't be doing that because that's not okay. So it ended up with no talking. It's like she ghosted us for some days. And then all of a sudden she came up to Max and told him that she felt sad. Yeah, sad because she didn't get the respect from me. And I was like, ah, boy, what are you saying? Like, no, 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 no. I was not the one that was disrespectful, she was. And then she was blaming me for calling her out. Yeah, I, I have no words for that, but mm. yeah. Yeah, so 
narcissists and those with the tendencies have very childish behavior. They have. So when she came up to me, I thought that she was trying to apologize to Liv. But instead she was saddened by uh, that Liv actually stood up to me and um, really made her shut up. So she was saddened because she disrespected her. So yeah, those people are very childish. Yeah, and that's also um, a sign that a person is a big red flag because if they react on your reaction, if they are being disrespectful or saying something that you feel is not okay by you, that's a red flag because you know what you can handle and what you feel in your soul that is okay. If someone can't respect that, that's a big freaking red sign. And it's okay if it happens once, maybe twice, but if it's happened over and over again, it's not okay. Even if it's family, even if it's called your friend or whatever, it is not okay that you should feel emotions and insecure about yourself because of another person because you know what you can handle so yeah and one another thing we want to talk about in this episode is how you could build confidence again after such a relationship with a person that tends to be a narcissist or a toxic relationship in general exactly because you will get confident i know that because me and max and we believe that you can do it too how did you get confident enough after this relationship so one of the most important thing that you need to do and can do in order to become confident is that you have to stop being in your head all the time so when we are depressed when we feel down it's because we have too much time on our own hands so the first thing i did because i knew a lot of self-development at that time so i knew what i had to do and needed to do in order to stay mentally fit so that i wouldn't get into deep depression it was that i did uncomfortable things like cold showers daily i started working out improving myself showing myself self-care that i love myself so do the things that are opposite to putting your yourself down because it's easy to put yourself down when you feel bad but when you force yourself into uncomfortable situations that are still in alignment with love you will not hate yourself mm -hmm. you will grow even if it fe feels very strange very fake very uncomfortable you are in alignment it's far too easy to just close yourself off to feel pity for yourself to cry of course you should cry but it's easy to go down in this dark spiral and hate yourself mm. and be become a victim of your circumstances but we want to be victors and that's what i did and hopefully if you're going through this that you do uncomfortable things that are in alignment with love show yourself love go to dates by yourself work out get sweaty take a cold shower run naked i don't know so <laughs> it's easy to fall into the negative spiral and so this has helped me 
So this is only my own experiences, and I hope that it's of value to you too. Mm, I love that. Thank you. Because it is in, because it is outside our comfort zone that we are growing. If we stay the same and do the same things that we always had done, we will stay the same. We will continue to um, attract those toxic relationships towards us because we are doing the same things. If you want to make a change in your life, you have to be the change first. You have to shift your whole life experience, experiences because you will grow when you take the freaking leap and step outside the comfort zone. It is important to know exactly what you want and then do what it takes. Even if it is uncomfortable, yep. like Max said, a cold shower. Who in the world will even do that? Because when you stand in that shower with cold water over you, you feel like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, but you, you get it. You will feel like, why the hell should I do this? I'm hurting myself, but you're not, because you will get so much benefits from it. And... It's the same when it comes to stop attracting toxic relationships in your life. You need to see through your whole being. Why am I attracting this to my life? I know for myself that the reason why I attracted those kinds of relationships to me was because I didn't know who I was. I was a young, naive girl. That just wanted to be in a relationship because all my friends were in one. And I believe that this could apply to everyone else. Because if you feel like you are alone, you want to have someone, but you don't know who, you don't know why you are special, why you should get respected and loved for who you truly are, then you will just get shitty relationships. Because... The people that you are dating are the one that takes your energy and makes it their own. Like, if you vibrate on a low frequency, you will just attract people that are on that frequency. That will use your frequency to manipulate and abuse you because somewhere you are letting them do that. And I'm not here to call you out because I did that. The reason why I always got hurted was because I let them. Because I frequent, my frequent was like that low. Your frequency. Yeah. Your frequent. <laughs> nice. So yeah, mm. you. I hope that you understand and that you found it valuable because that's my truth. Mm. So I'm really into that uh, thinking of you can't expect change if you keep on doing the same things. So if you're thinking the same thoughts, feeling the same feelings and doing the same things, you can't expect a different outcome because that would be crazy. Love Insane. That. Yeah. I love that. So in order to have a different outcome, so in this specific situation, attract men who are emotionally available, who are loving, who are supportive, who are career driven, have a higher purpose than just drinking, being losers and fucking boring, then you have to change your energy. 
So we are calling out because we have been those losers in the past. Totally. Yeah. So we're calling ourselves out from our past. Mm. Yeah. So if you feel like it in some ways connected with you, then lean into that feeling. How could I improve? Mm. What is trying to emerge? So instead of just running away and closing off the video or closing the podcast, lean into that feeling. Why am I running away? Mm. What's trying to emerge? Who do I need to become in order to have a healthy, long-lasting relationship? Difficult questions, but important. Because without clarity, you will continue to attract shit that you don't want. Mm. So if you don't know what you want, you will get people that you don't know that you want. But if you know what you want, you'll get what you want. Yeah. That's often how things work. We attract who we are, not what we want. Exactly. So before we are ending this episode, I want to go through how to set healthy boundaries. (laughs) How to set healthy boundaries for yourself when it comes to dating. Because if you are not having those boundaries, you will get round over. Do you have any thoughts about that? No, you can uh, tell them about how to set healthy boundaries. Yeah, of course. One thing that I noticed when it came to myself was that I needed to know what I wanted. How do I want to be loved? How do I respect myself? How do I see myself? Who am I? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? And most importantly, how am I treating myself? Because how I treat myself, I am showing another person, aka Max, how I want to be treated, how I want to feel respected and how I want to be loved. Because if you don't know that, how could anyone came into your come into your life yep (laughs) english today isn't that easy but yeah how could another person come into your life and love you the way that you want to be loved if you don't even love yourself the way that you want to be loved if you are treating yourself in a shitty way another person will do the same because they will sense how you are treating yourself and do the same to you So if you are hard on yourself, if you are not easy with yourself, then another person will not. They will try to manipulate you. They will abuse you and all that. Because if you are not being loving for yourself first, then another person will not. Because there is no such thing that you could love another person if you're not loving yourself. Maybe in some stories... It will be great. It could be like that, but in the most stories, they are not. Because if you don't know how to love yourself, you can't love another person. Sometimes maybe you start to love yourself by loving another person, but really, it's not the truth. Sometimes, yeah, maybe in some stories, but in the films, especially in the films, The films we are seeing says that you don't have to know yourself. You don't have to love yourself. You could find someone to love and then you will start to love yourself. But I don't believe that. 
How about you, Max? I agree. Mm. Exactly. You hit the main points. Do you have anything else that you want to add on this boundaries? Mm, yeah, boundary thing. settings. Yeah. Okay, so make sure that you know how you want to be loved. And this is mostly about how you can keep your energy stable. Mm. Because if you're highly sensitive, very intuitive, you know your feelings and very introverted, then you have to be careful of your energy and mm. not be telling everybody that you can show up for them all the time. You have to show up for yourself. So tell no more often than yes. Take care of yourself first. So yeah. I love that. Hopefully that was of value to you. Yeah. I feel that, but I don't know what you thought. Exactly. But nonetheless, we are just documenting our own journey. And hopefully it is of value. Before we go, we are offering a free coaching session for 60 minutes. So if you want help to magnetize lasting love, there's a link down below in the description. So if you're listening on podcast on a podcast, there's in the description, on YouTube, description, TikTok, etc. Description. So thank you so much for watching. Peace, love, and positivity. See you in the next one. See you in the next one. Bye bye.